You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! If you do want me, give me a little show. earlier uh i went to inpatient therapy for a week right and How'd that then, go? oh it was uh astounding i drove myself there <clears throat> and unfortunately uh they didn't take kindly to that and they towed my car because <laughs> uh, they're like whoa you're so we can tell it in, we can tell it in the, the the receptionist at the inpatient therapy place said i can tell it in your eyes you're too depressed to drive. I can see it in your eyes. I can, I can see it in your eyes. Uh, and then it became it a force. Everybody and... just serenaded you all day. <laughs> I, you know, in my brain, that's the way it is. In my 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 life is just one big force MDs video, pretty much. <laughs> Let me love you down. Uh, that's my shit, man. That's my karaoke shit. I live a block away from uh, a gay bar that uh, does karaoke on Thursdays, and my secret shit is that around 11.30 I just get up out of bed, put my shoes on, and go down and sing Force MDs Love You Down, and then I go back to bed. Wow. <laughs> Holy yeah. hell. Because nobody hangs out at the O-Bar anymore, so you, it's... You're uh, still in that place? You haven't moved out of that creeper's house yet? Not yet, man. No, it's uh, the end of the month. A couple more weeks. That's it. Then, uh, how how passive aggressive has that relationship become? It's fucking. There is a distinct lack of broing down. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> Just to to put it in a Wayne's World point of view, there's a distinct lack of bro downs. I know I said originally that you could use my didgeridoo when you moved in, but um, I've kind of had a change of heart. I'm mostly thinking uh, hygiene, but also it's just kind of a personal matter. <laughs> hygiene. What do you say, man? I got dirty teeth. Yeah. Oh fuck. I can't tell if that's me or I'm still in character as your landlord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have dirty teeth. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Tell you what, you got some dirty uh, uh, teeth there. Oh my god, Ronnie. People love Ron Gitto, man. Ron (laughs) Gitto is a fucking talk of the town. Well, uh, hold on. Oh, Ron Gitto's here. Would you like to speak to him? Oh, please. Uh, uh, Hold on. Uh, Hey, what's going on, guys? Ron Gitto here. Uh, 
that's what's going on. I, I just drove down, drove the, uh, drove the work truck down here from Glens uh, Falls here. Uh, do you like to hear my impression of uh, Derek Cheater? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I feel a lot better knowing that Kevin Euclid is playing in Japan. Oh, uh, I love that Kevin Euclid is playing in Japan. Man, uh, so this, good. My, I might have said this last week. I don't remember. My life has become such a fucking nightmare that I'm just enjoying the shit out of preseason baseball. Something I normally <laughs> could not care less about. But I like now I'm just having these rage moments where I'm like flipping through the channels at work, being like, come on, come on, come on, fuck! Come on! Come on! Like, somebody's gotta be carrying the fucking Yankees-Marlins game from fucking, like, from fucking Ass Elbow, Florida, like... Yeah, we're just... It's a a scene. It's just some guy stuff. You know, it's just some, uh, uh, you know, women have their thing, and guys have their shit. Um, That shit is screaming at televisions. Yeah, it's screaming at... I've been, I watch, uh, I've been feverishly watching fucking hockey. Like big time. I think it's because uh, I'm in the throes of deep depression, you look back in your life, and I'm really focusing on the years of '87 through '91, and I'm trying to figure out what happened there for some reason. <laughs> was uh, that middle school? <clears throat> that was uh, yeah. It was like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. I've got a friend like... who uh, is convinced that middle school is what determines if you're going to end up being a normal person or a. Uh, <laughs> A not normal person, like a reg or uh, or a punk. Did I tell you the story about me putting dirty notes in Emily King's locker in seventh grade? No, this sounds so good. All right. Well, <laughs> I swear to God I told this story. But I'll say it again. <clears throat> so in seventh grade, there was this girl named Emily King. And she was like... <clears throat> uh, in retrospect, she kind of looked like Carrot Top. <laughs> But she was my steez back then, you know, because she lived down the street from this girl named Abby who had a crush on me, but I couldn't. I fucking scraped. First woman I ever scraped off because I was in love with Emily King. So I start putting notes in Emily King's locker, like in some weird, like uh, I was in uh, Team 7D, which is where all the dirtbag kids were, <laughs> kids who were like bad at math and like. That's what the seventh grade is. The seventh grade. I is love the, that you like you went to fucking Shermer High School from the Breakfast Club. It's I, so wild. I really did. And um, so it was Team Seventy. So they kind of let us do whatever because there was a big like, class dichotomy in Glens Falls. There were kids who lived down on the state streets and kids who lived kind of in the in the rough rougher uh, suburbs. Kind of like lived. pretty in pink. Kind of yeah. And then also there, Shermer, <clears> Illinois. Emily I King think. was ex- well, Emily King was Molly Ringwald exactly. And that's I, dope. I, that's yeah. fantastic. I had, in the eighties. I had a real Molly Ringwald thing. Yeah, she's in great. Nineties and the two thousands, and, and now... really the twenty tens. <laughs> okay, so have you seen Molly Ringwald lately? Um, she, has she come in to buy a stereo or no? No. Last time I saw Molly Ringwald was her cameo appearance in Not Another Teen Movie. Oh my god, okay. You know, people laugh at me, but I love that fucking movie. Everyone can suck my dick. I think we were in... I think, we we were made in, you watch that once, and you got we really in, mad at we us. Were in, no, uh, we were in Louisville, and uh, at, the, at the Patterson uh, Castle. And y'all were like, yo, not another teen movie! And I was like, fuck. Because, I don't know why, I was just in a crabby mood. I was in a crabby mood because every time I think about Louisville and the potential I could have... The potential, the missed potential there, because I li- moved there and I moved back too quickly. So whenever we played Louisville, I got crabby. So you're like, not another teen movie, let's do it's it. It's happening. Yeah. 
Let's watch fucking Edge of Quarrel at like fucking volume 19 and 4 in the morning. It's going to be amazing. My favorite part of staying at that house was we... Uh, the, the dude had a huge house. It was like yeah. tremendous. I, I think he makes... I, I he, he was like making pizza delivery money at that point. It was just like, but whatever reason, dude had a really really nice house because shit's cheap there. Yeah. And we had, I guess it was our own bathroom or like our own wing of the house. We were just in this room nobody was in, and we all were using the bathroom. And each of us individually would be on the toilet or in there like brushing our teeth, and we would all notice this shirt that was in the corner that was just covered, covered in, in jizz. Like, just toes. <laughs> it was somebody's just jerk rag that was just hanging out in the oh, corner. It was so gnarly. I, what I don't understand, and maybe it's a Kentucky thing, <laughs> for whatever that's worth, but you have many avenues uh, of opportunity to come in, like, in the bathroom. Like, yeah. you can do it in the sink... Or in the in the my personal favorite, do it in the toilet water, out the then, window, or out the window, or or look down and come on your own face, um, or <clears throat> and then jump in the shower. Perfect. Win win. But they chose to use like a really like an old metal t shirt. Yeah, it was like an Amoebics t shirt that was just like a fucking white rag. <laughs> I kind of wanted to put it on. You know what? I just realized why I was so edgy. Because remember, I had that tackle box of vitamin and uh, and performance supplements. Very much, taking. yes. Uh, I, you guys should have took me aside like years before I lost my mind. Um, it seemed like it was working well for you, though. I don't know. Like at the time, we, we didn't have a, a long enough timeline to view this kind of behavior on. Well, I, I was I was taking a lot of creatine at the time, and that oh, was God. Shit, pill form. The shit was raising my testosterone levels, so I think I was I was a little. Uh, little worked up there and i was i was the boring member the boring guitarist at the time because sean duty had long hair and wore a long sleeve uh paxton quigley shirt <laughs> remember that paxton quigley shirt man these are oh, ma- got, he mercilessly <clears throat> razzed for that one <laughs> memories but what were we talking about oh hi, oh uh, emily king's locker Oh, okay. oh, yeah, that's right. So, and who I, was the girl you scraped off? Because I want to know what happened to her, too. Abby. Abby Duraco. Abby. All right. Abby, Abby Duraco currently running Oracle. No joke. No, I, oh, is that right? Pe- no, because we, uh, we had like a 20-year reunion Facebook group that everybody joined. And all these motherfuckers are like, I run, you know, Oracle West Coast. I work for Starbucks, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. Like, it was like a real... But <laughs> I, I shop at Starbucks. But I look way better. Ah, uh, that's ah, uh, that's the only reason I ever want to go to my high school reunion because man, like the people I see from my high school that add me on Facebook are looking fucking rough, haggard. Like, like they this... have some city miles on them. <laughs> it's like I, they do have some city miles on. That's a perfect way to put it. City miles. And it's rough. City it's good. You know, I saw a picture of me from like 2006 a couple days ago, yeah. and I looked I looked way younger than I do now, and that it's whatever. But yeah. not the same, like not in the uh, same way. Like I look fucking fantastic. I look goddamn awesome. I yeah. first thing I do in the morning is I look at myself in the mirror and I flex like uh, Patrick fucking, Bateman. Uh, I like Patrick Bateman exactly. Jesus Christ! The parallels between Patrick Bateman and people in our past are, are <laughs> scary. I'll leave it at that. Um, <clears throat> fucking so. Anyways. Uh, yes, Abby Duraco, Duracker is, uh, they were part of, like, a whole crew, and it started my, my fetish, my fetishizing of field hockey players, which continued on through high school. Um, so, so I pre- Still learning. Yeah, I said, you still learn a lot about me when I'm, uh, from high school. I don't know why I keep talking about high school like Al Bundy, but here we go again. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so, make a sh- to make a long story long or short or whatever. Um, I fucking wrote the pre wrote these these notes out at home while I was doing my homework at my desk, and one of them was like. I can't ever not think about... I can't always remember exactly what they say, what they look like. This is going on, like, two, over 20 years ago. Um, <clears throat> oh, I, I, every time you're near me, I get a boner. That's what I wrote. Yeah, no. Well, it was like... Um, I wrote them anonymously, right? first couple of them were just normal like I really like you blah 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 you know and I I don't know what I was thinking but like I still never know what I'm thinking but I don't know what I was thinking because I put them in you know she would read them I could tell she blushed you know like oh who it is because she thought it was her fucking boyfriend and little her, did she know you were like two lockers away like peering at her from the side like that's exactly it <laughs> that's exactly it short becomes sh- the movie prom night nah no. <laughs> exactly. Short, chubby, you know, no mileage at all. Really, just like fucking, <laughs> like, oh, really bad. So, finally, I'm like, after my 90th fucking time beating off to this, because this is the first, I, I just, I, I recently, um, <laughs> this is a long story. This is indicative. Um, <clears throat> I had recently jerked off for the first time, and it opened up a whole new world. Of uh, so, yeah, sexual, so everything was really wild ass. Yeah, it opened up a whole new world of like sexual confusion for me. Um, <laughs> so I like pre-internet internet stalked her by sending her notes like every day. Like someone would send somebody okay Cupid notes or Facebook chats. I sent her notes like every fucking day. Wow. And she didn't, like, just stop and, like, check out her locker. Like, all right, let's see who's doing this. I'm just going to, like, chill out here. Well, here's the thing. The one time I put in the fucking boner note, a friend of hers fucking came out of the library just as I did it. And she totally Uh... busted me. Totally busted me. Um, I'm, like, 13. Right? 14. And so I have class the next period with... Emily King sitting behind me, her boyfriend Jeff Waddell. Oh, Jeff Waddell, fucking Jeff Waddell, fuming. <laughs> Jeff Waddell on the left side of me, and I'm fucking. Little do I know, but um, fucking who? Oh, oh, Gretchen Dobert. Gretchen Dobert. Gretchen. Gretchen. What? Gretchen. Um, Do- Gretchen Dobert of the of the heiress to the Dobert's dairy fortune um, was like. Uh, I know you put in your. I know you're the one putting notes in Emily's locker, and some of them are gross. Oh, Gretchen, you're such a cunt. Right, she was a total cunt. And meanwhile, she's like protecting. She's like, I don't know, fucking, fucking, I don't know, man. This is they're protecting Emily King because I guess Emily King's like this Nancy Kerrigan fucking figure that can't be touched <laughs> or whatever you know what the fuck is going on in the world where all of a sudden everyone is talking about Nancy Kerrigan again what the fuck happened I watched it's been 15 fucking years it I was watched over. the Tanya Harding documentary last weekend and I fucking bawled through the whole thing I don't all know right. why Maybe, did that just hit Netflix is that what's going on yeah it did it's, right. it's, it's a new 30 for 30 on ESPN it's so good it's so good and that really triggered like a big part of my big time in my life where I I don't know why but like there's a lot of weird things happening in my life. 
But anyway, you like how I talk, I speak quickly when I don't want to talk I just, about. I, I like that you. That's what you've linked to a bad time in your life is Nancy Carrick and Tanya. It's true. Like you had the worst time out of all everyone involved. There. I. Hey, between Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan and me... It was a tough year. Yeah, I'm the shit heel, alright? <laughs> I'm the motherfucker who got the shit end of the stick in that deal. Not fucking Sean Eckert. Not Jeff Galuli. Me. Jesus Christ. So, anyways, Gretchen Dover fucking says her shit. But then, Jeff Waddell, who's a total jock, and ended up killing a dude outside of Peter's Pub on fucking Walnut Street like like 15 years later. Real nice. Yeah, but he got out of it because he's a local basketball hero. Small towns are fucking weird. Yeah, small towns are <laughs> he, like, just, scene. Just like got out of it. Um, I, really, I urge everyone in a small town to move to a city and I urge everyone in a city to move to a small town just for a year. Yeah. Just try it out because it's fucking just, bonkers. Uh, so I get busted, right? And uh, Katie Merrill... Fucking, yeah, Courtney, uh, Corey Bentley, all these girls, like the fucking, like the girls from, uh, like Clueless, like those kind of girls, like fucking coming in on me, like, oh yeah, you better leave her alone, she's got a big game in a couple weeks, like blah, 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 yeah, it was just shit, right? So what do I do? I end up joining a local theater troupe that she's part of, but I want to do the, but I ended up, I can't act because I'm too fat. So they're like, well, you, we don't want you because you can't sing and you can't dance and you can't act. And this fat. is interesting. We have gone from you were going to school in the breakfast club. Yeah. You're in the town from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> and you have just now enacted the plan from the movie Teen Wolf where you're going to join the play that yeah. this woman is. Okay, all right. No, I, I didn't even this know that. This is wild was, ass. I didn't even know that was a plot from uh, Teen Wolf. I had no idea. <laughs> so this is good. So that's called the uh, AC Adirondack Children's Children's Theater Troupe or whatever. Uh, but none of us are children. We've all experienced the pleasures of the flesh. What kind of then. intense sexual abuse you think goes on to the Adirondack Children's Play Group or whatever the <laughs> I fuck that like man. children's acting troupe? It, it was you were head. really good tonight. Do you want to you you should really come in and we can discuss your lines, <laughs> dude? Dude, it was just like that. It was bad, man. Uh, so I this was also in seventh grade is when I decided to wear camouflage all the time. That's um, that's a deciding factor in whether or not you're going to be normal or not. Yeah, it definitely wasn't normal because well, we used to go to Donnie Singleton's house. I used to go to Donnie's Woods a lot, a lot, playing guns, right? And then we started shooting BB guns at each other, and uh, Corey Mead and John Otruba fucking shot through the woods and hit a car <laughs> on on Fireman's Field Road and got in a lot of fucking trouble. So we couldn't do that anymore. That's that's beside the point. And they've completely torn down Donnie's Woods, by the way. Uh, I always wanted to go. Uh, it's gone, sucks. Dude. Donnie's Woods is gone. Thrill Hill is still intact, but Donnie's right. Woods is gone. What's the Acid Strip situation? Uh, Acid Strip is now uh, Ro- Roger E. Mew's sports fields. It's gone. Fucking A. Acid uh, Strip's gone. Was Six Feet Under You, or was, was that, that was, someone else? That's Patrick. Oh, okay. Patrick was Six Feet Under. Um... No, uh, uh, Thrill Hill is still exists because Crandall Park is Crandall Park. But, um, okay, so so I end up joining. After she rebuffs me, I get fucking crazy and obsessive. <laughs> Real, crazy theme, right? Like, um, from childhood, I'm like, well, this girl, uh, you know, uh, didn't say no, so I'm going to follow her to the ends of the earth. Luckily, I only had to follow her over to, like, the synagogue where they were putting on the play. And I was like, well, what do I do? I have to be part of this. I really want to be in the theater. Meanwhile, I just want to be around Emily King all the time. 
So I joined the fucking troop as the spotlight guy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm doing spotlights, right? And I remember the name of the the name of the uh, play they did was Little Luncheonette of Terror. Whoa. It was like little little shop of horrors, but it was called Little Luncheonette of Terror. <laughs> I Were swear they afraid God. of being sued? I don't understand. Like fuck. Oh man, I felt like <clears throat> I felt like I was. It was it was really up to me to make her look her best. Uh, mm. how'd, this, how'd this go? Uh, well, they had the rap party at Emily King's house. Oh. And fucking Katie Merrill, Emily King, Gretchen Dobert, Corey Bentley, all there fucking swimming in fucking bathing suits, dude. And I fucking capped it in the bathroom. And that was And that was my shit. <laughs> I really, the only way that could have been better is if there was an unfrozen caveman at that party and you had transitioned <laughs> into Encino Man and that's where our story is. No, but people were throwing Reese cups at each other and her mom yelled at us to stop. So her mom was there? Oh, fuck. Her mom was there. Lame dude, it party. Was, dude, it was paradise. Because me, fucking uh, J- uh, J- uh, uh, Paul Rodriguez, not the comedian, but his name is Paul Rodriguez. <laughs> the Paul Rodriguez, the comedian. <laughs> uh, Carlos Mencia was also there. Ralphie, Ralphie G. So me, the comedian Sinbad. And, yes. uh, <laughs> and yeah. It was, uh, it was weirdly a bunch of Z-level comedians where they were. <laughs> Carlos Mencia, Ralphie G was there. Uh, Delane Boozler showed up. <laughs> like, weird. Whoa. They did like, they were there like 20 minutes of comedy. It was like, great. No. Um, but we're all looking through the fucking bay window out, and they're all laying down. Like it's just, oh, it's so good. So did Emily King ever confront you about this at all? Was no. she just persona non grata? No. She just had nothing to do with this. No, she had her hench women do it, man. But but the sweet revenge because in the eleventh grade, Gretchen Dobert asked me to the fucking prom, Whoa. and I said sorry, I'm going to somebody else. So that was that was like, haha. Gretchen Dobert, now CEO of Yahoo. Nah, man, she joined the army. She ended up like uh, becoming like a like a colonel or a captain or something in the army. Wow. Yeah, like there's this weird group of people who aren't on Facebook and completely forgot about Glens Falls. I, I'm like jealous of that <laughs> big time. But then like all these people like added me on Facebook after that fam like the the uh, reunion shit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, you're so cool! Oh, yeah, you used to play music! Oh my god! Like, yeah, catacoma, like, catacoma! I remember catacoma, man." <laughs> so that's my story of how that was probably the first instance of me becoming completely drop dead obsessed with a uh, a girl. That's wild! You're really digging into the files here. This that is was, sick. Yeah, I was digging into the files because people like to hear anecdotal evidence of my neuroses. Can we get and... Emily King in the podcast? You think? You think? Uh... Can we like BBM her or something? Uh, well, let me look uh, look her up on Facebook real quick. Emily, please be there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there she is. I Excellent. found. Her. Oh, she's fucking married though, dude. Oh, cause she's a hot commodity. Of course, she's married. Yeah, someone she... locked that down. Oh my god, she's married to Ron Ghetto. <laughs> oh my god, she's married to Ron fucking Ghetto. Yeah, that's right. But I didn't know how to break a chair, so I just never did. So I just, I never did. So I just... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know how to break it to you, buddy, so I just, I never did. 
Jesus. What do we got going on on Facebook this week? I haven't. I don't have time for shit anymore. I, I've been doing this job for this couple out in the Hamptons that are um, impatient <laughs> and intense. Is it Howard and, Stern and Beth Ostrowski? No, you know what? Honestly, Howard Stern, way easier. Like, Howard Stern, just like, all things considered, pretty chill. These people are lunatics. Okay. Like, my installer described them as Homer Simpson if he had a lot of money. Just, like, real dumb, drunk all the time, like, can't... <laughs> it's it's wild. And as a result, I haven't been able to go on, like, Facebook and do, like, internet shit because I am constantly, constantly... Coming. Emailing them or emailing somebody else or why hasn't this rack shown up yet or I I need this DM switcher now. Get me the Crestron rep on the phone immediately. I need to get this up. Who the fuck am I? Like, what are you fucking kidding? I should be watching television for nine hours a day. Really, and, really sad shit. Andrew, do you know what I did today at work? I would love to know what you did today at work. Came, showed up ten minutes early. Um... Uh, we're doing this database update, so I pretended to do my database update until lunchtime. Then I went to lunch, I walked around the Empire State Plaza concourse, and kept, and when people weren't, like, they were having, like, a health expo, so when people weren't looking, I was taking granola bars from these different booths. <laughs> And I ended up with, like, a grip of granola bars, and I decided that's going to be my, like, lunch for the week. I like that that's their health expo is granola bars, the things yeah. that are almost certainly the worst thing like on planet 26. Earth. Were they, like, yeah, were they just, like, fucking salt bars or what? Salt and, like, 26 grams of sugar per. Yeah, excellent. Really, really good. good. Yeah, really good. So, um, then I came back to work and um, listened to my coworker's fake laugh about uh, the weather. Uh, which was the worst. Like, oh, it's 50 degrees. <laughs> That's exactly the conversation. Like, oh my God, it must be 50 out. <laughs> I was actually picking up Gabri outside our office today, and five different, like, fucking nerds at five different points as I was waiting came out and put their arms aboard, like, it's glorious out. You know I'm what? Like, yo, are you all reading from the same script? What's going on? Here's the story. If you complain about the weather, you sound legitimately a thousand years old. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. If you're cold, put on a sweater. If it's too hot, take the sweater off. But just really shut up about it. Like, I, my biggest complaint about my job that I'm going to be leaving soon, thank fucking God, is that... No, okay, that's not my biggest complaint. But one of my biggest complaints is that the small talk is, like, ep so epically wonderbred white. It's insecurity mixed with fear of silence. And all it is is like, oh, yeah, almost the weekend. And, <laughs> and that nervous, fake laughter that accompanies every <laughs> that accompanies every statement. If you just stop and listen, like, Andrew, you're so, you're so blessed that you have a skill and a trade and you don't have to deal with that shit ever. Because literally driving me insane. I just want silence all the time. I don't feel like that's too much to ask. I like, want, it's... like, what? Like, I'm polling the, <laughs> the listenership. Find me a job. I can work from home. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's fucking shipping, uh, <laughs> routing fucking Playtex tampon fucking trucks. I don't care. I honestly don't care. To hear, like, everything accompanied with a nervous laugh 
like if you just if you don't block that out it'll drive you nuts like completely insane oh time to open the windows <laughs> that does oh. sound absolutely horrifying that sounds like, an actual, hor- like the first 45 minutes of a, like a, a film about a nightmare it is horrifying and i'm not being a soft fucking soft weirdo about it like oh suck it up and just do your job no it drives you crazy <laughs> It drives you fucking nuts. Before you know it, you're wrapping your legs in uh, cellophane because it's cold out. Oh my god, she still does that. <laughs> no, today she had a, a like a king size latte from Dunkin' Donuts in a plastic bag. <sighs> in wow. a plastic bag. And then she's like, uh, the best part is now, like my coworker is now, because work is so weird... My coworker listens to when I when I talk on the phone, and then she comes next door and says, "Oh, I was listening. You know, I just just giving Holy you some shit. Yeah, just giving you some tips about you know what to say on the phone." I was like, "I was like, I don't care." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, well, I just well, you know just heard what you said, you know." And I was like, "What?" And as soon as the, any little bit of re- but the thing is because people have done these jobs for so long that there's it's so. They're so used to a certain cadence in the office, and I just don't play that fucking game ever. So I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, what? Were you listening? Like, because they're so used to everybody just being like, like, oh yeah, oh ho, ho, yeah, you got it. Huh, got it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so she'll come over and be like, oh yeah, I just heard what you were saying. And I'm like, what? She's like, oh no, no. I mean, and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, oh, I've been doing this seven months. I'm good. And she's like, okay, sorry. I I just thought I'd say something. Meanwhile, she didn't actually say anything. <laughs> right? You came over to say... Uh, this is wild. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. So I, I was my, that was my complaining about work segment. I'm sure everybody wanted to hear that. That's so good. Jesus. Um, people are... Uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, people are... That's like the source of my... Uh, I don't know. I'm not unhappy anymore. I feel pretty good now. So. You seem much better. <laughs> I started off the podcast all uh, all sad, and uh, now I'm good. Now I'm real good. So let's talk about where on earth did the Malaysian Airlines plane end up? Because there's a lot of con- there's conspiracies about that right now. I have not read any of this. I haven't had time to enjoy any conspiracies lately. <laughs> the, uh, the conspiracy barn is uh, currently shuttered until I have a chance to uh, to go and catch up. My friend, it's the conspiracy hut. The conspiracy hut. Conspiracy hut. Conspiracy hut. Well, uh, I right now I'm staring at a list uh, or a map of former airports in Vietnam that the plane could have landed in, landed on, including uh, the shuttered Da Nang um, military base. So they could have landed were they open or no. like they might have actually landed there they might have actually landed there or might have been uh, uh landed in either ho chi minh or hanoi um <clears throat> why they stole that it's uh it's unclear they think it's going to be later used as a weapon of mass destruction by uh terrorists or hijackers but um i choose to think that it was abducted by aliens and then there's another Bermuda Triangle situation happening in Southeast Asia. That sounds pretty dope. That's what I want to believe. Um, it's the like world's the... a big fucking place. You ever think about that? Like a plane full of people they just can't find? The <laughs> world's a big fucking place, man. I Shit. Know. Well, I mean, I don't fucking know, man. And I, I, I tried. I, I just... 
that's a thing though, man. Ugh. I'm having a time, man, again. Ugh. I'm just so... I can't pretend to care about planes. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I just... I don't think anyone was really asking you to care about planes. I know, but... Mostly, mostly I'm sad because the Seahawks released Red Bryant. I did not see that. Is that right? Wow. We re-signed Mike Bennett, who's great. I saw, yep, you got Michael Bennett Jeez. back after I sent you a real sad text a few days ago about oh, that. But Jesus. stay of execution. What do you get, four years? Uh, you got four years, $34 million. Took a pay cut to nice. stay in Seattle. Beautiful. Told them, played the Bears like a deck of cards because they're like, hey, Bears, name your price. And they're like, okay. And then Seattle's like, well, okay, we'll pay you that to it stay will give with you, us. We'll give you three quarters of that. Done. Yeah, you don't have to move. Here's here's your money. It's perfect. So it's pretty awesome. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I just, yeah, yeah. We're on, Andrew, we're, we're on such uh, uh, different um, <clears throat> different trails, man. You know, like, uh, help me, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I When I got to work today, I actually sat and stared at the wall for 25 minutes in the back room. I made tea, and I sat, and I stared at the wall that has a stack of Blu-rays on it. Okay. And I didn't look at the Blu-rays or anything on the wall. I just sat and I stared, and I just waited for my email to make that dinging sound. And that's <laughs> what I know. That shit is stepping off. And that I have to uh, to get involved when the email does the dingy sound thing to the point where these people's emails have a, uh, their own ding sound now. So I know when they are they are emailing <laughs> you, me as opposed you to use, anyone else. Uh, to use Outlook. No, I actually I started using uh, what the hell's it called? I think my phone is dead. I don't be able to tell you. Mozilla. Uh, is it a Mozilla product? I've been using IQtel. Oh God. Which is a email and project management software uh, all bundled into one. So when these people email and they say, I'm drunk as shit and I need this done now, I can just put it right to my to-do list and star it and all this fucking crazy stuff that makes me feel like I'm being productive. And in reality, it's just I'm just playing on my phone. <laughs> you know, I, I do things to feel like I'm being productive. Like tonight, I drove to... Starbucks on Western Avenue to apply for jobs. At Starbucks or at Star? No, no, no. Like okay. sitting with my computer and I could do it. Could have done it from bed, but instead I had to like get up and. You got to do there. things at Starbucks. That's 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 acceptable. Oh. I just found out I'm going to be working next to a Starbucks next month. That's going to be oh, wild. That's great. Ass. <laughs> I'm working next to a Starbucks that has a Bank of America ATM in the vestibule, so I'm just going to be constantly <laughs> running, getting twenty out, going, getting a latte, going back to work, yelling at people, getting a latte, going to the ATM, getting yell, yell, yelling at people. You... Apple Store across street, go to the Apple Store, going to come back and yell at people, yell at my latte. It's like it's going to be fucking ridiculous. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm well, very excited. I, uh, so I really feel like I should. I, I I know we're supposed to talk about planes right now. But I'm having like a crisis. You are really convinced that people want you to care about planes. I don't know. No, I just, no one's asking you about planes. No, I think the best parts of this podcast come when we talk. <laughs> we have real talk. I'm really thinking about quitting my job. But, All right, I, I think I knew that. I think I listened to the last episode. And I knew that. <laughs> but I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm really, really depressed, and I need your help to get me undepressed, Andrew. <laughs> All right. What do I have to do? No, I don't know, man. I just, I am so fucking like, oh, I'm just over it, man. I'm over it. It's so weird. I just feel done. You ever feel done? Constantly. Constantly. 
Absolutely constantly. Five times today, I felt done. And it's okay, though. That's the problem. Like, I feel like it's completely okay. Like... Well, the thing is, everybody feels done. Like, it's it, it's not a question of whether or not they feel done. It's a question of whether they feel like admitting that they feel done. Right, but I need to admit it and move on. Like, I Correct. need to quit. I need to leave this unhappy situation. I need to be free. But it's it's like, I, I feel, like, disingenuous because we, we're real fucking swaggy. We're big swinging dicks on this podcast and we're like, oh, just do this and do that. We answer all these questions. But then when it comes to me actually fucking following through with that shit, it's like um, uh, really fucking like really fucking hard to do on my own. When we- is the last time you took a straight up vacation? And not like a trip to go fuck somebody, but an actual vacation where you go <laughs> to like a beach Andrew, or something, and you just, like, sit on a porch and you read a book. Andrew, there is uh, something to be said for sex tourism, my friend. There is, no doubt. <laughs> no, what, uh, just to take a vacation just to somewhere where I don't know anybody. and Exactly. Just sit on with a f- no intention at all except to just go and not have a conversation with somebody about the weather. Andrew, it's been... Uh, never. I really urge you to try it. Really? I didn't know how to do this shit because all I would do is tour and be like, oh, tour is vacation for me. Right. Like, oh, I just, I smell Sean Doody's feet. I must be on vacation. <laughs> um, Remember when Bob Shed threw out Sean Doody's socks because they were so bad? <laughs> <laughs> out of a moving van. <laughs> um, at some point, Gabri, I think, maybe held like a gun to my head or something and made me take a vacation that wasn't me going on tour and it wasn't me like going to yeah. see my mother in Florida. It was just me going somewhere to relax. You know, it's I... It's a wildly different experience than tour. I can't believe I didn't know this before. Right. I wouldn't have toured so much. It's fucking great. Oh, uh, I need to do it. I mean... I really urge you to do it. Where should I go? What should I do? First um, of all, I have to quit my stupid job. Second yeah, of all... Yeah, that's probably a good move. But uh, you must have vacation pay. You've already been there for seven months. So you I gotta have, have like, some vacation time. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. You uh, you don't care about hot weather, so no. that shit doesn't really make that much of a difference. Uh, I don't, go to Maine. Go antiquing for, like, four days straight. Oh, that would be so nice. I'll just drive up to Maine. Let's drive up to Maine. Fucking uh. chill out. Get a, get a bed and breakfast. Don't ask what it costs. <laughs> it just costs what it costs. It's fine. It's over. You get breakfast. Uh, go to a rock beach. Yep. And uh, relax and uh, read a book. And turn your phone off. Yeah, definitely. That's, uh, that's, that's the antidote. That sounds so nice. That sounds incredibly nice. I should do that. I should really do that. I don't have a ton of money saved, but I will try. Yeah, non-tour vacation is uh, fucking awesome. Everyone who says that shit, we're like, oh, tour is my vacation. You are either lying to yourself or no, you've just actually you never see, been on a vacation. No, you you go. were always the guy. You always took walks. You always saw the city. I was always the dude. I'd hang out in the venue. Like, if you tour, like, I know some, some bands listen, hey, what's up, you know, if I can listen to Overnight Drive, whatever. Um... You should really not hang out in the venue for six hours before you play. No, please. Ooh, no, definitely don't. Or don't, do don't let your host drag you to some fucking subpar vegan diner. Just do that take, even less. Yeah, just take a walk around the city. Go. T- don't drive. Get out of the shitty van as much as possible, please. If I yeah, if I hadn't had that habit of taking a walk around the city, I wouldn't know about Johnson City, Tennessee. Oh, so good. 
You know, like I I, I would have just hung out at the venue and, and even the venue was great, but fuck, like I, I really liked that city a lot. I never would have known if I hadn't fucking stormed off to get away from you assholes for 25 minutes. <laughs> I know. And a lot, of, a lot of times it was storming off. It was, it's, you know, <laughs> really you fucking get to dry out a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, I feel tired just thinking about touring right now. Holy shit. Wow, if I could have, never have the sun beating down through a cracked windshield into my face ever again in my life. <laughs> just the left arm sunburn? Oh my god, just the left arm sunburn. Uh, my face, my cheeks so red, I like to feel like they're glowing. Ugh, yeah, looking down and seeing you're yet again, we're almost out of gas. Alright, what's the worst feeling about Tori? Is it... Waking up on a floor and it's too cold and having to get in the van at like seven in the morning and know you're going to be in the van all day. Mm. Or is it when you walk into a venue and it's just a wave of heat? Like somebody took like <laughs> a brick and made it out of heat and just hit you in the chest with it as you walked in. Oh, that's a toss I definitely man. say the latter. I think it's the worst. Remember that show, the basement show in Germany we played that it was still to this day the hottest I have ever been in my entire life. Oh my god, yes. It was like a it wasn't like a oh cool punk basement. It was a residential house. It was actually like playing like somebody was like pouring hot water on lava rocks in the back. It was just like an actual sauna. That was kind of insane. Yeah, that yeah. was I uh, that was in uh, Essen. Well Regensburg. No Essen. And um yeah, that was really wild. And we took the most un- the most unflattering picture of Sean Duty ever taken at that show. <laughs> There's a lot of unflattering, uh, and pictures. it wasn't it wasn't his fault. It was a double exposure where it looks like he has no neck. He looks like Carl from Aqua Teen, from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> um, I gotta find. I gotta see if I can have it. Was he sh- was he uh, shirtless? He was shirtless. Yeah, Sean Duty. You know, for a man, see, I give Sean Duty props because for a man who doesn't doesn't look that good with a shirt off, he, he just took, goes for it. He takes his shirt off a fucking lot. You couldn't get me take my take my shirt off with a gun to my fucking head <laughs> in public. <laughs> Fuck no, I look terrible. I look terrible. He uh, just goes for it. Yeah, you think he good. would love himself more? You think he would? You think other women would love him more? Fuck it, he's a swashbuckler. Take his fucking shirt off. Take his pants off for you. Whatever. Lay around naked all day. You have like a naked Sunday with Sean Duty. Oh, I just got back from brunch. Oh, I don't really want to go to brunch. Let's fuck again. I don't know. Okay. And like he's like has like a ashtray on his chest and he's like reading fucking Tropic of Capricorn, Tropic of Cancer. And he's like, oh, that's actually very appropriate to my situation. Yeah. You can get Sean Duty into vapes. <laughs> what is vapes? Like those fucking vaporizers, instead of smoking cigarettes, you, like, smoke out of this fucking wild-ass-looking, like, fucking uh, mini hookah. I didn't know that there was a, a terminology for vapor cigarettes, yes. Uh, that hasn't hit up there yet? Dude, no. Vapes are everywhere. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay, the so guy I work with wants to quit to start a vape store. Oh, God. Oh, can you buy them with Bitcoin, fake currency? I'm sure you can, yeah. Oh, people are freaking out about people are freaking out about Bitcoin without really understanding what it is, which I find to be really funny. <laughs> That's really good. I lost all my bitcoins. Hey, wait a minute. People freaking out about that, not understanding what it is. People freaking out about the uh, the Neil Young iPod without really understanding what it does. I, I've never. I didn't hear anything about the Neil Young iPod. What is that? And Neil Young is spearheading this thing called the Pano, which is supposed to be a. Uh, a personal music player that is of super high, like, studio quality. Now, uh, good idea in theory. Okay. In practice and in reality, bad idea because it just makes files that are, like, five times as big as an MP3. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and don't sound good. Like, 
you're still playing them through earbuds. Like. It's, yeah, you're still playing through earbuds, and when you sample frequencies above what the human ear can hear, mm. people swear to God that it changes things. You know, you can hear more. It's whatever. But really, all you're doing is inducing more noise into the part of the sound you can hear. It's actually a, like a stupid thing to do. It scientifically I, makes no sense. It's for people who like big numbers. I am from, and this used to drive Andrew crazy, but I am from the good enough school of recording. Oh, yeah. Sounds good enough. You actually, I, I've embraced good enough. I used to get really upset. Now I can care less. I know. I, no, for, it's good enough. It's good, it's my good face. enough. All right. It's I used to you know, care what preamps I played through and oh, what guitar yeah. I use. Like, I've, musical monk, man. I, I just want to borrow your shit because I don't care what shit I have. Right. I, can I just borrow your guitar for tour band yeah. we're on tour with? You know, like, I'll take good care of it. I'm not going to, like, swing it around. Yeah. I just don't want to bring a guitar because it. I, I have no stake in it. Because I'll bring, a, like, a... a Fender champ with me. <laughs> I mean, like uh, Neil Young. Like, you might be going for this is just like a pet project. It might be like nobody cares that much about sound anymore. <laughs> like, honestly, and why? It's over. It's, uh, it's it's been done. Yeah, but why? I mean, how big is it? Was it going to look cool? Like, uh, what is this? It looks like a Toblerone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Looks like a neon Toblerone. Neil Young is old and bored and retired, and he's, Neil Young's kind of like my dad when he orders when he <laughs> when he orders like order shit off the television. Like it's kind of the same concept, only he's playing with like a billion dollars, so he can be like instead of buying like as seen on TV shit off the he TV. Buy, yeah, he instead of buying a model train set, he buys the model train company. Right, exactly. <laughs> like love Neil Young. Like ninety percent of his music is is beyond reproach. Very good, delicious awesome music but come on man come on man we should have the musical you know like espn has that come on man like uh like has a blooper thing like on the pregame show mm -hmm. has like come on man we should have like a musical come on man where we why review, don't we have an like, espn show at this point i feel like we've done what 52 episodes now yeah. i feel like we should just be on right after part of the interruptions just <laughs> you and me just like, like this where it's right. like skype chat where like i'm sitting here in my underwear talking into a pillow so i don't hear like bounce back from the microphone and you're laying in bed Love, love, love that we're both Come on, like, man. Come on, man. You know, and we review, like, albums that have just come out. You know, like, <laughs> like, oh, man, like, this new fucking world is a beautiful place. Come on, man. God, ESPN 6 is so weird. It used to, I don't know what uh, it did. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I do want to, somebody on the Tumblr had a really good idea that we should do, like, a, uh, a video like Mystery Science Theater 3000s type thing where we just watch a movie. I've never, like, we watch Rambo 4 because I've never seen it before. That's a pretty good one. Like Shit, me, I, we can like, do that. Me, you, Sean Duty, and Mike Dick, right? We, we fucking fire it up. A movie we've all never seen before, and we just do commentary. And of course, it, it's biting, whatever, but we could just, and then we'd strip down the funniest bits and then we uh, put it up. I think it would be great. I think we can do that. I think we can do that. I think we can do that, like, and somebody else also said we should uh, do, like, a Mystery Science Theater, like, well, like, a, at least, like, a commentary track under, like, select end of year songs and talk about how, and listen to them now for the first time in, like, six years and be like, that oh, my has, God. Uh, that's come up more than once, and I think that's a fucking dope idea. Okay, so I haven't I'm, heard. I, I'll do the entire discography. I'm, I'm good with that. Why don't we do that, actually? We could do Sounds the warm, like a plan. We could do the warm demo and be like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Although we'll I need people to pull the discography together. I don't have most of it. We should. I'm going to. I Part of my plan for financial fortune is to... Uh, 
do an unofficial bootleg discography of end of year. Now's the time. And <laughs> and really and uh, release it for a low low price. And now's uh, the time. People care for exactly two minutes, and one of those has already passed. So, I know. Uh, jump exactly. on it. <laughs> well, if, you know, whatever. I, I uh, the chances of it actually happening probably not not going to happen. But uh, uh, a lot of those tracks are lost to time. At least the uh, at least the raw files are lost to time. But yeah, I bet we could find most of it. I, you know, there's a few things I don't really know. Where the they ended sincerely up, but... masters are definitely at dawns and definitely taped over. No, no, I got the. Yeah, they're taped over, but I got the sincerely masters. It's all right. Really? Hmm. I think I do. Hmm. We got to do something with that. Yeah. Well, we'll fuck around with this. I, I bet you I can pull seventy percent of that stuff. I feel like there's a few things I'm missing, but wow. uh, yeah. <laughs> Regardless of legalities and labels, we should just like throw together a discography and release it. <laughs> Discography, we just talk over the discography the whole time. No, no, we just just for money. We should just do a fucking discography nah. for a double LP. <laughs> There's no way that could make enough money to be worth my time to fucking amass it all. Like that's the thing. My time is extremely valuable right now versus what a fucking four dollar CD would a double cost. LP with liner notes done by Sean Duty. It'd be great. Oh man, <laughs> you want to tackle a couple questions here? Sure, let's do it. All right, you first. All right, well, let me fire up the old Tumblerino here. Oh, man. All right, I'll do the first one, then, while you do that. Okay. Hans, will you please do a live prank call? Right now? Okay. Uh, if you want, sure, right, I don't know. Let me grab the horn. Hold on. Okay. Live prank call. I always do it with Sean Duty, but um, let's see here. <laughs> let's see. I could prank call the uh, sports local sports radio station. 104.5, the team. Perfect. Actually, no. What should I call? Uh, should I call Walmart instead? Sure. Whatever Whatever you got in your phone. <laughs> whatever I got in my phone. Definitely not Walmart. Yeah, but... did you have Walmart on speed <laughs> dial? Like, do you guys still have grout, right? Uh, well, here's the deal. Uh, kind of in a jam here. Um, so I just broke, sat on my glasses and broke them. <laughs> Star 6-7. <clears throat> 4 6 four. Okay, here's the deal. See, you asked for this, guy. So if this is boring, oops, shit. If it's boring, you'll never hear it. I'll cut <laughs> it out. You're getting too close. Okay. Better. There we go. A little better. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. Wow, Walmart's not open. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's upsetting. <laughs> Alright, I'm over this I'm shit. I'm over it. Damn it. Alright, so the answer is no, we'll not do a live prank phone call. I could call, ah, oh, see, it's so late. I could call the Apple Store. Um... Next time. Next time I'll do a live prank right. and it'll be fantastic. Although I just realized that I, I can really easily do prank phone phone calls uh, uh, right now. Because I have this microphone, so it'd be great. It's very true. Alright, so, real Tumblr question. Yes, fine, I'll do a prank phone call. Sounds great. Who do I have to hit over the head with a blackjack to get Why Sean Duty now together? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Well, considering that Sean Duty is exper- experiencing a crust-slash-punk renaissance, I am sure you'll have to hit at least Sean Duty over the head with Blackjack. Not to kill him, but to stun him. Just, just to, yeah, exactly. Just to fucking throw the fear of God. Like, no. if you're vegan, like, if you're super vegan, and there's a bee in your house, you just want to, you use, like, a net to stun the bee and then put it outside. Same thing with Sean Duty. But, um... God, I wish the Sean Duty now would fucking happen. I know, right? Well, like, can, we I set mean, the whole thing up for All you have to do is swing the bat, motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's on the T, motherfucker. You're Barry Bonds, and it's on the T. Immediately, you'll sell hun- hundreds of records with uh, the Sean Duty now. It'll be amazing. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. What else we got? Uh, if you do the tour... I know North Carolina and South Carolina have a place or two for you to set up and do a podcast. Awesome. I mean, it could be the parking lot of a Shoney's. But, uh, yeah, really, it's, uh, we're not very particular. Hope it happens. Love the show. Thanks. Well, we did. Ha- we have a solid offer in New York City. We're getting, yeah, we're getting uh, offers kind of up and down most of the eastern seaboard. So I think that that's going to be our first... Uh, <laughs> I've, Our first stepping off point. I we we uh, we I have a real car. We can make it. Um, it's fixed, and uh, maybe this summer, uh, late spring, early summer, maybe Andrew and I will uh, uh, throw caution to the wind and take a little vacation. Uh, this doesn't count as a vacation. Oh, that's right. Oh, we'll do no, this is work. Okay, what do you call it? It's work. It's actual work. It's like it's kind of like a. It's bit. like when you go to for like a retreat with your office. <laughs> I just want to like um, really sleep in the same bed in a at a uh, econo lodge with you again because I miss that part of touring a lot. <laughs> I, I think that can be arranged. <laughs> um, but no, uh, honestly, on the real tip, uh, fans of the podcast, why I don't know, but uh, we will be uh, doing a little bit of gallivanting, touring around uh, soonish, at least to New York. So if you're really feeling froggy. Uh, take a plane in New York. We'll be pl- shut down the Irving Plaza. That shit'll be on fire. Somebody uh, on the self defense thing said, "Please don't do an overnight drive tour. It's beyond self indulgent." My, my question is like, that? I don't. Did you, I don't, did you assume that I would? This was like, oh, doing a self defense like, family this is missionary fun. work. I don't understand what you think I'm Ooh, doing here. Doing like a music tour isn't the most self indulgent fucking thing These you could do. Very very weird question. What I you really know? What do you knock? What do you fucking go to the fucking stores and knock? Fucking make your own Sundays out of kids' hands because it's too self indulgent. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfuckers. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, one of my favorite ones that's been coming in, and there's one or two uh, uh, really snarky people that I've been writing in about me, which I love. Excellent. Good Keep deal. it coming, because that's the shit that makes me fucking... Uh, the, the, your, your fucking low-rent, low low-grade fucking uncle humor is much appreciated. Like this one, for example. As for age-appropriate women for Hans, I hear the elderly are having a lot of sex these days. Uh, really? <laughs> Maybe looking into seniors isn't a bad idea. I don't understand. Like, are you 19? Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? You're 19? Like, um, fucking, fucking, you got no hair in your dick? I kind of love, I love that I'm starting to get some haters. Love it. It's always a good sign. I really love it. It's so it's so great. It means that we've we've 
we're starting to to put stakes down. We've we're, we've arrived. When we get haters, we've arrived. But once you start aggravating somebody, then uh, you're in it to win it's it. So good. I <laughs> bring it, bring it. That's all I say. Keep it coming. It's probably somebody uh, I know really well, but keep it coming. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> see, um, Andrew, I have no idea what it means to dress like an adult. So I went to Goodwill to search for a nice pair of dress shoes and ended up looking at jackets, blazers. Bought a dark charcoal after six jacket that fits perfectly and will retire, require little alteration. However, the lapel is not the same finish as the rest of the jacket. Did I buy a tuxedo jacket like an ignoramus, or can I wear it with dress pants or jeans for that J. Crew casual look? Homie, you bought a tuxedo jacket. Not a whole lot you can do with that one. <laughs> if you're like mega, mega, like over the top stylish, like really like ridiculous, like fucking Ralph Lauren style, you could probably wear it with jeans and be. Like people would stop and stare, but in like kind of a nice way. But chances are, just don't. Yeah, you can you can toss that one back. <laughs> yeah, I've I always try. If you're gonna wear it with jeans, it's got to be something that's a rough weave and something that looks really like informal. Something that's like tweed or like you know check or something that's like heavy and like rough. It can't be this like satiny, silky. Whatever that that shit won't work. <laughs> you look like Steve uh, Steve Perry or fucking Journey wearing the <laughs> tuxedo tuxedo jacket with tails. It's really good. I know. Hey, give I, it a try. Fuck it. You know, I always go to Goodwill and try on blazers because I want to like somehow look cool, and I always look like Chris Farley no matter what. It's Just awful. the way it goes. It sucks. Got to get that shit tailored. That's why. No, I got to fucking drop fifty pounds. That's what I need All to right. do. Well, whatever. You can do that as well. Okay, here's one. Hey, Hans, I'm looking for some OKC advice. Uh, I'm about to ask this girl out. Ask out the... I'm about to ask out this girl I've been chatting up for a week or so. All other dates I've gone on have been to get a coffee or tea and just talk. This person doesn't drink hot beverages. (laughs) 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 It's gotta be a troll. You gotta be fucking kidding. So that puts me at a loss. Um, you could hang out until the coffee cools off. Uh, um, I don't know. I live in Nowheresville, so we really don't have any Asian markets or really anything. Do you have any other date ideas you could bestow upon me? Um, Doesn't drink hot beverages. If what does she, that mean? If you asked her out to coffee and she says, I don't drink hot beverages. She's giving you the shine on, and you should move yeah. on. <laughs> throw that one back, just like the tuxedo jacket. Throw it back. Throw, throw back the little ones, man. Fucking Staley Dan said it best. Throw back the little ones, all right? Um, and pan fry the big ones. That's what they used to say. Look, um, you already asked her out because how do you know she doesn't drink hot beverages if you didn't ask her out? This is, there's a lot. Of, does it say so in her profile? That's fucking weird. Uh, That's weird, fucking man. weird. And it's you know what? When somebody does some weird shit like that in the beginning, it's not going to get any less fucking weird as you go. It's just going to get weirder and weirder. You're going to fall into that fucking twilight zone. I'd stop. Like it, you gotta, all of a sudden you're you're going to be dealing with somebody who just eats like a raw diet and wants to talk about it a lot. Stop. No, it's stop. Just stop. Maybe stop. just maybe just the worst. I actually think that hearing somebody talk about their raw diet is. I would actually rather watch a snuff film. Like, it's fucking <laughs> awful. It is so bad. Albany has really, it's really taken over. People are like, oh, I no longer eat, eat grain. Mm, that's cool. Why don't you stop eating altogether? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Why don't you stop eating altogether and maybe you know, you'll... About, <laughs> you know, the best way to stop from eating altogether is to sew your fucking mouth shut, you stupid idiot. Yeah, how about this? Why don't you put a fucking letter opener through your heart, dumbass? <laughs> what the... Hold on. I just got this one thing to do here. Hold on a second. All right. You better. This call may be recorded for training and quality purposes. This is going to be great. I'm bored. Nah, dude. It's totally worth it. Patrick? Yeah, is this the cab company? Yeah, Patrick. I'll help you. Yeah, I called a cab about 90 minutes ago, and uh, we were outside waiting forever. Uh, the first time you're called officer. Who, where, where, is this, uh, this is Capital City Taxi? Yeah. Yeah, well. Where are you, where are you guys? I'm down, it's uh, freezing cold, I got my girlfriend's kid. Okay, uh, this is the first time you called me, mama. Uh, no, I remember, what's your name, what's your name? Your name. My name is Amin. Yeah, it's, uh, you're the one I talked to 90 minutes ago. I'm outside freezing. Well, where are you? And we're supposed to. Uh, we're supposed to go to the mall before it closed. Now it's not even worth it. <laughs> no, it's the first time you called me, Mama. Look, it's not. Why? How would I have your number if it's the first time I've ever called? Okay, well, where you called me from? I called you for a ride 90 minutes ago when it was worth it. And now it isn't. I'm, I'm sorry, my man, but... Uh, well, that's... Is there any way... Is there any way I could be compensated for this hardship? <laughs> what, what address you call for? Uh, what address did I call for? What address? You know, what's your address? Uh, it's, uh, I didn't it's get a call from you, my man. All the call I got. You know, 860 Madison Avenue, down in Albany. Not that it oh, mad. Not that. It, not I, that. I, it, I'm in the border right here. I don't see all that. Money. Where? Land, you know? No, no, no. Where are you located? Uh, I'm located in Albany. Where? In Albany. Uh, what exact location? <laughs> Albany's a big city. If you I, hadn't noticed, clearly you don't even know how to get around because it took ninety goddamn minutes to pick me up. Well, I'm sorry too because when my friends ask me well, who's the person to call, I'm gonna tell them that you're not the one. He just hang up on you. Just hung up on me, motherfucker. Oh man. Anyways, that was your prank phone call. There, we there go. you go. That was that was good. You really uh... a redeemed a redemption. It's easy as butter, man. Prank and prank. That's the <laughs> that's an example of the prank phone calls I make on my own for gags and <laughs> just to make myself laugh. <laughs> that's my arrogant prank phone call voice and I always reference my girlfriend's kid that's the girlfriend's kid really sold it <laughs> I've got my girlfriend's kid with me like you know honorable guy trying to trying to do right by his new girlfriend who has a kid from a previous relationship um, anyway let's see uh, is Nick Warkle a worthy guest of the drive he seemed to be a nice dude when I met him a few years ago but you guys make him sound like a tool of the highest degree I would love to have him on here I, I think love. he's mad at me because I made it like a, a mean joke about his dog or some shit or his cat or I don't I, I, you know hey, he always gets mad at me for fucking dumb shit I'm gonna be his downstairs neighbor in a couple weeks but so uh, we can, yeah uh, I have. I would love to have him on I think I'll it'd be get, funny as shit I'll get him on the podcast you know I was thinking of you it was oh, it was a while ago when we were playing a lot of Kentucky talk tonight. <laughs> we stayed at a house in Kentucky. Oh yeah, 
and uh, he was with us, and I taught him how to make spaghetti. Like, no lie. Like, he didn't know how to make spaghetti. I had to, like, teach him how to, like, boil water and put dry spaghetti oh, in and, like, gross. pour canned sauce into it. It was real sad. But in the middle of the night, with me watching, I think I tried to videotape it, him and Patrick got into a fight over a girl. Oh, wow. And he started to accuse Patrick of having what he called Hitler power. Which is just, like, being persuasive. It's like, no, but you have, like, this Hitler power where you can just tell people to do things and they do them. Um, and they were yelling about it so much that Eric Busta was asleep in the next room and woke up the next day and was like, I had some weird dream about Hitler power. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I like, so for some true. reason, I was, I was cooking dinner and Hitler power popped into my brain. Oh, my God. So I, I would love to have Nick Workle on. He can tell me about that, oh, that same time where he he broke up with this girl and sent me the most fucking manic text message I've ever gotten in my life. It's really good. It's really really yeah, tremendous. Yeah, he, 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 when he was with us, man, we taught him the ways of the road. He looked up to us as, as for sage advice. Oh, yeah, we'll have him on. That's a great idea. When it's you great. move underneath him, we'll uh, we'll get him on if he's not still mad at me. Oh, it'll be I'm moving into his old room, so I'm sure I'm going to find, you know, Perfect. fucking all kinds of artifacts. So fucking, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock a panel out of the wall and find all this, like, old aficionado <laughs> relics. And, uh, There's a lot of burned candles in here. Yeah, what's going on here? There's a lot of burned candles. I found a white suit jacket. What the fuck is going on in here? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I found Let's an see, un- I found an unsigned Rise Records contract. What's going on in here? Wow! Holy shit! <laughs> no, um, I don't know what that means. Um, <clears throat> let's read. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, is there more okay Cupid advice? Yeah, I saw another one. Yep. Recently, came across someone I know from real life on OKCupid. Welcome to every bar in Albany every weekend. Kind of weirded out, and they might say something to mutual friends. Let it be known I'm fairly attracted to this woman. We've only spoke once, maybe... This is the guy from Nowheresville, but whatever. We've only spoke once, maybe twice, on a large crowd of people. Am I worried about nothing? Yes. Yeah, like, it was a big deal. So he said something to people. Who cares? Should I pursue her as a love interest? Yes. How should I go about this? I'm a fucking socially inept ex-hardcore dude. What can I say? Would be cool if you could post an answer before the podcast is up. Whoops. Right, well, um, you can do that tonight if you're feeling up to it. Uh, you know, you just have. I'm a terrible right now. I've been, I've been. Uh, I haven't been in a serious relationship since 2008. Did you know that, Andrew? I'm like the 2008. worst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 2008. 2009. I'm the worst. Yeah. Since Obama, the first Obama election. Um, I'm a terrible person to ask about ask love advice from. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Andrew, how should I don't you? Know, why don't I don't. Just take it out. Maybe take I've been out of the game for a minute, but, like, I don't understand. Like, when you want things, you just ask for them. Yeah, I think... Like, when you want to be upgraded on a flight, you ask if you can be bumped up. Like, you don't hope that you can, and you don't, yeah. like... Maybe if I sit by the kiosk, maybe they'll notice me, and they'll bump me. No, you just walk up, and you're like, listen, I had a long day. Any chance I could get bumped up to the first class? Chances are they'll say no, but fuck it. It doesn't make a difference. You just do it. All it's... Right. It's fine. Like, if because, you want an extra pickle with your burger, you just ask for it. Because there, there's that one time where they'll be like, sure. I yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's not even like a one time. It happens a lot. It's kind of dope. Do it. Yeah, look, this. You're, you're not, you said it. You cop to it yourself. You said, I came across someone I know from real life on OkCupid. Look, you know them from real life, not OkCupid land. Okay? 
um, yes, you're fucking socially inept ex-hardcore dude, so you have you have that that fucking mist. You, have that, <laughs> you feel guilty about everything. Yeah, you, do. you have that mist of insecurity that fucking perm- always always on your skin. Um, look, just fucking take it offline. Don't give a shit about OK Cupid. Oh, is she gonna laugh at you behind your back? Probably. She's gonna make fun of you to her fucking shitty little friends. Yes, probably. But if you ask her, she might say yes. Don't ask her on Facebook. Just say, yo, what's up? I saw you on OK Cupid. Ha 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 ha. Anyway, you know, just laugh about it. I see, I see, I fucking see people I see on OK Cupid. If someone I know has an OK Cupid account, I fucking write them immediately. I say, ha 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 ha. Caught ya. Go busted. I say busted every time. Busted. This girl, fucking girl, then they delete it. Then they delete it immediately. Oh, shut up. Ha ha ha. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone we fucked. Don't tell any. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, thanks for taking me back down. Yes, there's like a. Oh, I'm not. I'm like an accessory, man. I'm not the. I'm a fucking appetizer. I'm not a main. You need course. a goddamn vacation. I do need a vacation. You need a podcast from fucking Aruba. Coming to you live from Aruba's overnight drive number fifty-five. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. I brought Sean Duty with me. It's gonna be really good. I hate this. I hate this so much. Um, I should. Um, I felt. I felt like Sean calling Sean Duty and just. When he answered, hanging up on him. <laughs> he just called back. Oh! I thought we were disconnected. No, we, we didn't. No, we didn't. Well, we were disconnected years ago. But um, Let's see. Uh, good Lord, I wish I had a Gabri. Mm. It's dope. Yeah, you should try it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, Give it a shot. It's pretty good. Yeah, good Lord. I, I like the guy who wrote the question about being blown and rimmed. Like, first of all, thanks for including me, man. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, like, what am I fucking filming this? Yeah, no, I thought it was you. I was like, I want, I want you to. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> to rim here's me. my weird idea. Oh, uh, here's okay. Here's my okay. Here's my weird idea. You bear with me. Just don't hold off uh, on judgment until I'm done saying my weird idea. Okay, Andrew, you do an impression of me, and I'll do an impression of you. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, so I mean, here's the deal. Don't. Don't let Gabri blow me without without rimming me first. It's really simple. What do you mean, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I sound like <laughs> do I sound like that much of a retarded loser. I don't fucking I that's the best I can do. I, I'm not I, an improv comic here. I sound like a walrus from fucking Disney World. Like, <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, oh, what do you mean? I'd gladly pay you for a hamburger tomorrow. Um uh, let's see, let's see. I think that that's that's more or less the gist of it on the questions. You skipped over the Hans, please talk about planes question that I asked us. I asked us halfway through this podcast. Oh, who the fuck? Oh, you asked us that? Great. Oh wait, we just got another one in. Uh oh. I'm a young male obsessed with women's feet. Do you guys know anybody with the same fetish, or how common do you think it is? It's not something I understand or are willing to talk about to anybody. Mm. I'm just trying to gain some perspective. Thanks. Uh, um, um, I, I don't know anybody who's obsessed with feet. Okay, I, well, I'm going to counter that. Oh, no. Because yes. I I don't know anyone that's obsessed with feet. However, if you pick any actress at all, like, give me an actress. Minnie Driver. Give me one second. Oh, fuck, I locked the iPad. All right, give me two seconds. I can call another cab company while you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Mini. <laughs> mini, I don't driver. know. Driver. Why, why the fuck did I think of Mini Driver? The second 
Google suggestion is mini driver feet. Give me another actress. Uh, Goldie Hawn. Good one. <laughs> God, you know, back in the uh, the eighties and the nineties and the two thousands and today, I had a real Goldie Hawn thing. She's a fucking pistol man. She has a when she had a bird on the bird on a wire was like her hottest performance. See, I would actually say that uh, foul play. Oh, really? was, uh, Ooh, was her hottest very, performance. Very good. And that's also a really hot one. Goldie Hawn Feet is number four <laughs> on Google. Uh, okay. This, um, is my, this is my thing. I don't know anybody <laughs> with a foot thing, but the law of averages states that I must know a lot of people with a foot thing because that is like clearly a fucking huge draw for people. What about Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio? I locked the thing, but let's take a look. <laughs> I just want to think of these, like, C-grade actresses all night. Uh, the worst part is that that uh is me trying to remember how to spell Elizabeth. Oh, wow. Number three. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio Feet. What about Gabrielle? That's weird. Number four is Hostages, which is <laughs> weird. Awesome. All right, man, whatever. What about Gabriella Carteris? from 902. I don't even know who that is. All right. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. It's fine. Looks like uh, it's it's down there. It's uh, probably like seven or eight or so, but we got <laughs> Jesus it. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, so it's there. Like, that is a straight-up thing. <laughs> I guarantee both of us know somebody who's got a foot thing that's very uncomfortable about it. You know. Um, I, personally, I think it's fucking, you know, no judgment. I think it's fucking weird. Uh, I think a lot of things are weird. I don't, don't take that personally. Have you ever done foot stuff? I've never done foot stuff. You never had gotten a foot job? Never gotten a foot job. It's not bad. Is that right? All right, there you go. I like, you know, I got a foot job before. I like looking down. The woman has to be spread in order to do it, right? And she has to be facing you, so you look down, you get a nice view. Um, I don't know. I just like it. I like, I like my, I like having my joint taken care of by feet sometimes. If I even think about touching Gabri's foot, she will kick my front teeth out of my head. <laughs> She has so, the most like upsettingly like reactive feet. If I like forget it, if I even look at them, she will fucking like kick my eye socket broken. It's like forget it. It's really, like, it's not happening. Yeah, does do, she wear don't, like don't uh, go near her feet? Does she wear like hospital slippers and you guys fuck or what? No, no, but I, <laughs> I just don't go near the feet. It's okay. just you, you'll get kicked in the solar plexus. All right, so so guy who wishes he had a Gabri, be careful. Yeah, avoid the feet. Don't yeah, don't don't do the feet. The feet. Um, we've got one more coming in. You want to answer this one, Andrew? Because it's directed to you. God damn it. I closed the thing again. Uh, Why do I keep closing I'll, the iPad? Like, I'm conserving battery for later. I'm going to keep the battery and the uh, iPad going. I'll read it to you. All right, I'm ready. Andrew, is it true you didn't attend college? And if so, why? Can you give some advice for those who chose not to go to college, but also have a desire to succeed? I, all right. I love how people stopped asking me for advice because it, it kind of by, by episode <laughs> it got dark by episode forty they figured out I'm an almost complete loser and they're like well fuck it we'll just ask Andrew. <laughs> uh, it, it got a little wild. You need to work some stuff out. I think people are giving you some time. Okay, good. Um, I did go to college for one semester for electrical engineering. I went to a school that was. Um, one of those situations where if I finished a semester there, I could get my GED in addition to uh, the credits mm. for that semester. And it was so bad that I, f f I decided I didn't want a GED that bad and actually left school. <laughs> All I had to do was go to, like, four more classes and not fuck up and just have, like, never have to worry about my GED thing again. 
and I still couldn't make it. There was a day where the guy who sat near me in the class uh, was he he would talk about the girl he was dating, and he had a photo of her in her wallet and whatnot. And then somebody was like, "Yeah, but I saw that picture at Sears. Like that's the picture that comes with the wallet, <laughs> man. What's going on?" And it was so like wildly depressing that I remember walking down to the Price Chopper near uh, near the school and taking a bus home, and I, I went home and watched Charles in Charge, and I decided, well, that's that for me. Was this was this Hudson Valley? This was Hudson Valley Community College. Oh, man, my old alma mater. They have a picture of me hanging up in the, in the uh, campus center. Oof, God. I did learn how to use the internet there, though. That was the era where, like, I had to, like... So HTT, I'd like write down HTTP, you know, fucking oh, call, wow. like make sure I typed it in right. You know? Dating ourselves big time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I didn't really go to college. I mean, I I did that for what nine weeks does it count? Hmm. Uh, and I would urge people not to go to college right now. No. Uh, Mike Rowe is actually doing a, a thing where he's trying to convince people to not incur, like, insane college debt and instead go and, like, learn a trade, uh, which I think is a really, really dope idea. Yeah. Uh, you can either approach it from a patriotic angle or, like, America needs, you know, craftsmen and tradesmen, or you can approach it from an angle where you don't want to have, like, $90,000 of debt hanging over your head. Yep. I prefer, you know, the latter <laughs> to that. <laughs> I'm, in, um, I'm, in, I'm sunk in for 34 grand right now. And, yeah, that's, uh, and everyone I know is just locked in for major amounts of money, yeah. and I am not. And the <laughs> right. thing is, it sucks because everyone who has all that money, chances are will be making a lot more money than me in the future. Right now, I just happen to have, like, a head start on making it. Everyone else will probably catch up at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- not everybody, but most people. Not me. Definitely um, not. I know. I, I, I hold that hope for you. I think you'll Thank find you. that shit. Thanks. Uh, other people, uh, not so much. But the cool thing is when you get to be, you know, like in your late 20s and early 30s and you're not like suddenly stressed out like what what do I need to do with the rest of my life because you realize that it's like horse shit and no one cares what you're doing with the rest of your life exactly then if you decide oh I'm actually going to go to school for something or other you can feel confident in spending twenty, thirty thousand dollars in something because it's like you know you want to do it that's it it's just it's done like I decided yeah. a few days ago I I want to take coding classes yeah. I really I think I'd be a fucking dope coder I've got no reason not to I fucking code by myself already on my days off. I'm like, oh, I'm going to write an Apple script. Hang on. <laughs> um, and so I actually have no problem dropping $25,000 on like some coding boot camp thing because I know that I want to do it. Mm. And that's pretty much it. So if you're worried about going to college, you're not quite sure. It's It seems like a, an expenditure. You're not, you know, may, maybe don't. I don't know. Like I Give it a shot. You can always go back if you want. <laughs> Um, that's sage advice. Uh, yeah. Everything, everything. Desire to succeed, too. I just looked back down at that thing. I would, I, I meet millionaires every single day. Like, I probably speak to nine millionaires a week. Mm. I would guess, most of them are actual morons. Like, actual yeah. stupid people. Like, not, and I don't mean, like, they're purpose-minded or single-minded or, like, they're actually dumb people. Uh, most of them, I would say, are not college-educated. They are they just found a niche and exploited it, and that's it. So uh, having a college degree is, like, neat, and it opens you some doors, but being able to have a conversation will open probably just as many in the long term without having to spend a lot of money. So fucking 
don't so if you have a desire to succeed you can do that shit with a grade school education it doesn't make a difference it's exactly. just entirely how much you want to apply to it <sighs> all right this out. just this, this just became like a fucking tony robbins thing it's uh <laughs> follow follow andrew to millions you should do a uh. so hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll do um let's say uh, uh next couple of weeks we'll do a mr science theater 3000 uh Movie. We'll do the finally finally do the uh, un, uh, go into the vault and uh, unlock some old end of year gems to talk about, and uh, which would be neat for the few people who remember end of a year out there. <laughs> and um, and uh, that's good. I think we're good. What do you think? Let's call it. Let's I'm call done. It. I've had a fucking day. I'm finished. I want to drink wine in bed and watch fucking Mister Show. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. You have anything to plug? Uh, no, I have nothing to plug. I got nothing. I got um, that, my that, life is this spiraling <laughs> darkness. And every now and then, I see something in the darkness, and I grasp towards it, and it's gone before I have a chance to reach it. Well, that noise, it'll, it, it'll keep this way. That noise you made when I asked if you had anything to plug. It's like you entered a woman. You're like ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Yes, we've, uh, uh, at the end of 52 episodes, we've just, uh, devolved into making sex yeah, noises. Yeah, now we're just, now just, just entrance noises. <laughs> what? Name your, let's hear your best entrance noise. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next time. That, that's the way it works. I challenge <gasps> I, men or women. Women, when you, you, you get on top of your man, you fucking. I know where you're going with this. This is good. Yeah. I, I, I need you all, right? Next time you have sex, no matter what, you need to make an entrance noise. Women... But, oh, I was going to say, we've got that voicemail thing. Everyone can leave their best entrance noise. <laughs> Perfect. On the voicemail. It'll be fantastic. On the voicemail, please leave your best entrance noise, men. Go to OvernightDrive.com and it'll pop up on the right. Just go ahead and leave an entrance noise. Yes. <laughs> your best entrance noise. Men, women, next time you're with your man or woman, as soon as he goes in girls you need to go ah men you need to go whoa <laughs> just do it and you'll laugh to yourself just they, do it once it'll be weird for a second then it'll be great they might break up with you but it'll be hilarious um, all right this has been uh, episode 52 you got anything you want to plug this week uh no well plug uh, i need all y'all to cross your fingers for me because i think i'm going to put my two weeks in two weeks notice in on friday great uh if y'all anybody out there at all if you've got any work from home opportunities that don't involve uh handing over my bank account number uh and being scammed um let me know because i would love to work from home and i i come real cheap uh i am perfectly happy i live in a town where if you make 20 grand a year you can live pretty comfortably so um yeah just uh you know a little little help a uh, woman who wrote me fucking maliciously on Tumblr, a fucking fake troll who said that she likes likes me, uh, get at me. <laughs> um, whatever, so pathetic. Uh, no, nothing. Everything's cool. Awesome. All right, we'll see you next week with 53 then. Ready to fucking uh, cue the music? Let's cue that music. Boom. Cool.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.